Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 499 of The Paranoid Rock Show. My name's Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, more if Team Rock Radio will give me a job, I'll be playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Children runs down on my cheeks Why my heart's getting hot to beat The throat's so dry and I got some shakes Good morning, I get headache Again, morning again Again, morning again Last Saturday, my two 128GB micro SD cards with my entire iTunes library split evenly over them, along with my external hard drive, arrived back home. Except, contrary to my instructions, not just my iTunes library had been split over the two cards, but everything else on my external hard drive. Not that was a problem, as deleting is a whole lot simpler than copying. Unfortunately, while scrolling through my tunes on my X-Duo, I noticed a few anomalies. Albums were missing, some ACDC, only total 13 by the backyard by that. Yes, I know some quarters, that's the only album of theirs that uh, matters. But the folder marked anti-product was remarkably light. I'm not sure why some stuff was transferred over while others weren't, but uh, I've been forced to A and B everything to make sure all is present and correct. Considering anti-product only released three albums, 2000's Consume and Die, the rest is all fun, 2003's Made in USA and their final album, Please Take Your Catch, which uh, was released as late as uh, 2010, they have released a wealth of EPs and singles. Uh, next to Marillion, anti-product were one of the first bands to crowdfund. This was long before Pledge and GoFundMe were around. The first one was to buy a van for the band as uh, either the original nor was uh, lost or stolen uh, the result being the aptly titled This Is How We Buy The Van EP then the band had the master tape seized for their Made In USA album having to sell handwritten CDRs of three unmixed tracks to raise enough cash to buy the tapes out of administration with finally the massive Project Ohio Daring and Stupid five CD sets so the band could do uh, 2007 South by Southwest. I still have the T-shirt. No, wait a minute. No, it wasn't. It was uh, to fun playing with mindless self-indulgence. Mindless self-indulgence. Anyway. I do miss anti-product, but uh, with the cornerstones of Claire playing with Richie Ramone and Alex currently touring mainland Europe with Little Caesar, I can't see any new movement within the anti-product camp anytime soon. They may have been before their time, but they were never out of time. Thank you. 
One of the other albums missing was The Brides of Destruction and their debut, Here Come the Brides album. Strangely enough, the second Runaway Brides was in the folder, which is an album when it came out, I immediately sold it after one play. This was only the second and final time I've sold one of my own records. The first was the red vinyl version of The Fixes, Red Sky at Night 7 Inches. I bought the picture disc and deemed it extravagant to own two copies. After locating Here Comes the Brides, uh, I revisited their second album during my lunch on Monday. Well, I thought it's been at least three or four years since I last played it, and Scott, sorry, does play bass on it, with a few of Ginger Wildheart co-compositions thrown in before he threw himself out. If anything, it was worse than what I remembered. I even googled track listing just to make sure I was listening to the right album. If I had the chance, I'd sell it again. Maybe it's because Here Come the Brides was a great album. Who knows? It's a shame that 6am is the natural progression from the Brides. I'd love Nikki Six to get back together with Tracy Guns, who 
still seems to flip from one project to another. So, from the debut album, here's The Brides of Destruction and Shut the Fuck Up. in which bands were listed. I did think I was missing a great swathe of UK subs albums, only to discover that I had three folders for the band. The UK subs, UK subs, and U.K.subs. As the band's last album has them as U.K.subs, that's the folder the band's discography now resides. As for the bands to begin with, the... Don't get me started. A fabulous piece of vinyl of the 7-inch variety was delivered on Thursday. It was a split single with four bands on it playing tribute 
to Alice Cooper. All the bands in questions are no strangers to the Paranoid School Rock Show. First up are the Chuck Norris Experiment, who uh, were only on last week's show, with Keeping Halloween Alive from the 2009 iTunes-only download with, if uh, memory serves me right, a sing-along Cooper Oakey version. Suddenly I have the image of Dave Manion singing Dead Babies while digging a grave. <laughs> Next, it's King Mastino, who, to be honest, I've not featured as much as I should have, with Be My Lover from the Alice Cooper Band's fourth album, Killer, which was released in November 1971, and features, as previously mentioned, Dead Babies and the classic Under My Wheels. Strange to think, the album only contains eight tracks, four on each side, obviously, with a running time of 37 minutes and eight seconds. No wonder... Bands back in the day were able to release an album a year. As I keep saying, music seemed to have a much faster turnaround back in the 60s, 70s and 80s.
band that is no stranger to the Paranoid School Rock Show and seem to knock out singles faster than Jimmy Savile queuing up to open a primary school fight are the Hit Priests, who at the end of July celebrate 10 years of giving zero fucks, with two gigs, one in London and the other in their hometown of Nottingham, along with a singles compilation album. I'm sure in the interim period, between now and then, the band will have released another bunch of records. However, the record in this instance is... Is It My Body, from the Cooper Band's third album, Love It To Death, uh, which uh, only came out eight months before Killer. See see what I mean? Also on the album is a cover of Rolf Harris's Sunrise, which uh, the band used to open with live during 1970. The less said about that, the better. Austin Rocket has seriously fuzzed up the rhythm guitar on Is It My Body, with Nathan Von Cruz positively crooning his way through the song like Ian Asprey trying to claw back some credibility.
Last but by no means least are the Bitch Queens with I'm 18, also from Love It To Death. Bitch Queens' latest album, Kill Your Friends, is available on their Bandcamp site in digital form for free, with their full digital discography available for the princely sum of €17.25. That's something like a farthing in real money. If we're lucky enough for Death Time Assembly 2017 at the Pipeline to happen, I do hope it will be with the Bitch Queens doing their thing. contact the Chuck Norris experiment King Mastino the hit priest or the band you just heard the bitch queens they'll be able to sort you out with the split single failing that as I know the bands in question only got a limited amount of each strange magic records out of Fullerton California will be the next port of call whilst perusing the aforementioned strange magic records website I stumbled across the stranger danger death single by cc company which was released at the end of november last year so i thought i'd give the record a quick spin cc company hail from stockholm sweden and up until this point i'd never heard of them their facebook page doesn't give much away in the information stakes apart from yonker drums tobias bass and joseph guitars and vocals and they play rock and roll uh, and it hasn't been updated since the 2nd december anyway 
Here's the first track from the single, which is First to Fight. Motorhead, if you ask me. It looks like there will be some sort of tribute to Lemmy at the Golden God Awards at Hammersmith Odeon in June. Obviously, I shall report back. Also, Motorheadache are playing a short tour in November with the London date at the Islington Academy on the 19th. So that's where I'll be to get my Motorhead on. New music that comes courtesy of a link on Facebook provided by Johnny Hayward of Uber Rock Notoriety. I was formally introduced to Mr Hayward at the Black Halos gig at the Black Heart. I say formally, as I can't believe our paths haven't crossed beforehand. Bizarrely, well it was for me, halfway through our opening conversation, Johnny suddenly says, I recognise your voice now. Of course, being the astute gentleman that he is, he listens Took this here podcast. Hi, Johnny. Anyway, the link that uh, Johnny posted was to Bristol-based band The Love Six, not to be uh, confused with the Portland, Oregon band of the same name, who I believe are now defunct. Like CC Company, the band on the Facebook of things are keeping information close to their collective chests. The only other information I could glean 
was that the band The Radio Nasties were somehow involved. But uh, I'm going to let the music do the talking with Party from the fantastically titled I Was Too Punk Rock For You, open brackets, a comprehensive guide to dot dot dot, close brackets, The Love Six. I'm getting ready for a wild time Staying in on Friday night While everybody's at the cool spot I'm in my underwear doing shots You're looking money and you're looking fine I'm watching cartoons drinking wine Yeah, I'm the cool kids are lining up Trying to be seen, I couldn't give a fuck And I don't care what you're going to And I don't care who invited you No, I don't care, I don't want to come But there's a party of mine, a party for one Everybody's got in some bar I'm looking in the mirror playing on my guitar You say I'm sad and I should be out But for it's fun I can do without I'm on my own having the best time Got all I need and ain't a waiting in line Cause I don't care where you're going to And I don't care who invited you No I don't care I don't want to come But there's a party of mine A party for one believe I got accused in the week of playing too much stuff by the damned I can assure you I don't play enough material by the damned Yeah. 
That was the unmixed version of Plan 9, Channel 7 from the band's third album, Machine Gun Etiquette. Now, back in the day, two bands who were perfect support acts for the damp were The Ruts and the anti League. Obviously, the death of Malcolm Owen in July 1981 put pay to that. Ruts DC notwithstanding. Tunbridge Wells' finest, the anti Noah League, on the other studded glove, released a fantastic We Are the League album and one of my favourite singles for you. And like I said, toured with the aforementioned Damned, where the legendary Carrot incident took place. The band's follow up album, Perfect Crime, was a complete shock for me. The only chance of this record being seized by the police obscene publication squad would be for Crimes Against Punk. Uh, I remember seeing them perform material from this album on the Channel 4 late night TV programme Meltdown in 1987. Animal looked like a rabbit stuck in David Hasselhoff's car headlights. The only saving grace was that Motorhead were also on the same programme. So it was with trepidation that the band's latest album, The Cage, made it into the folder named the Anti-Nowhere League and I selected the play option having bypassed the last three of their albums and this is the first track that I heard from the new album Bowlers with the 
And uh, I can safely say the anti nowhere League are back. Sticking with the damned interconnectedness, I took ownership of the Living Ends new album, Shift, yesterday. Yesterday being Friday the 13th EP of my future and non-Wall Rock Radio listeners. For the, those of you who are scratching your heads and trying to work out what the link between a British punk band and an Australian one is, I shall tell you. Living End guitarist and vocalist Chris Chaney plays with Captain Sensible in the Jack Tars, who were formerly known as the Dead Men Walking. Actually... The Dead Men Walking are still a going concern, with Kurt Brandon enlisting the help of Dave Ruffy and Segs Jennings from The Ruts and Jake Burns from The Stiff Little Fingers for some live dates in June. Shift, I do believe, is The Living End's seventh album, although I could be wrong. Nothing like doing a bit of research, and uh, that was nothing like doing a bit of research. But here's Life As We Know It from said album.
I'm going to go classic old school punk, then I'm going to have to mention that Cheetah Chrome, guitarist with the Dead Boys, has inked in some live mainland European and Scandinavian dates for mid-August. Joining Cheetah as his band are The Knobs, that comprise of Tony Slug, Theo Brewer and Rhys Doms. That's right, the Hydromatics are backing Cheetah Chrome. I really should get my passport renewed, as that's the only way I'm going to see any of these gigs on this tour. Here's Mr. Chrome and Sonic Reducer from his Alive in Detroit CD, which, along with all but one of the Hydromatics albums, didn't make it onto either of my pocket music player micro SD cards. <laughs>
release I've been waiting for for at least four years to appear is The Last Ditch's debut album, Spill Milk. Who are The Last Ditch's? I hear you cry. Well, that'll be Walter Lure, Binky Phillips, Randy Pratt and Bobby Rondino. A, a veritable pedigree of awesomeness. Spilt Milk is a 13-track affair, including eight songs Walter and Phillips wrote specifically for The Last Ditch's. The other five are Planets and Heartbreakers oldest, which suits me down to the ground. The band described the record thus, a very cool mix of real sort of prog metal rhythm backing New York City hoodlum guitar and vocals. I almost spoke to the P word, but I worked through it. Here's Throw the Dog a Bone. Dirty old 
Stitches, you heard Stone, Wall, Noise Orchestra, and Welcome Home from the band's up and coming new album, The Machine, The Devil, and The Dope. The last track I'm going to play you this week is for Tarzan, aka Old Fashioned Ed, from the Hanoi Rocks message boards, who sadly left us this week. Thanks for listening, wherever that may be. Stay safe, and until next week, take it easy. Yeah.